Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, it is Larry Sharp. I am here on A Free Solution. So happy to be here. WYSL Rochester, New York. WACK Newark, New York. I know you're saying, I want to talk to Larry Sharp. Well, you can. 585-346-3000. And you can do it. We'd love you to. So, I was thinking about a story. And sadly, this story is not an uncommon story. Imagine if you would. It's you, friend of yours, someone close to you, family member. They make a terrible mistake. More than once. They're in a bad position. They drink too much. Let's say that. It's a substance they use, in this case alcohol, and they use it more than they should. And they can't believe that they have a problem. In fact, they get a DUI. And lucky don't hurt anybody, but they get a DUI. And they get arrested, and they feel terrible. But they still don't get it. And they do it again. Another DUI. And you tell, talk to them. Say, hey, look, isn't this a wake-up call for you? It's your second DUI, man. What are you doing? Get, get your act together. And they go, yeah, 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 yeah. But they still screw up again. They get a third DUI. Now they've lost their license. Now they have trouble going to work. Trouble dealing with their family friends, making money, seeing their kids, all those types of things that when you don't have a car or a license become a whole lot tougher, a whole lot more expensive, all problems now. So now they get it. That's smack in the face. Finally get it. Like, wow. All right. I'm going to square myself away. I'm going to fix things now. In fact, I'm going to find the strength to quit drinking totally. And they do. Five years, 10 years, haven't had a car, haven't had a license, totally clean, got their life back together. Great story, right? I love it. Except in New York State, you still don't get your license back. Some of you don't know this. Well, you might though. Because maybe it's you or a friend. So there's no chance to get your license back. You can't. Zero chance. So you have found your way, repaired yourself, paid your dues, paid your time in jail and maybe in prison, depending on what you've done. Hopefully you haven't hurt anybody. Still done the wrong thing. Accepted that you have made an error accepted that you had a problem, you fixed 
the problem. And you now have evidence, years of documented evidence, because you went through the state plans, the state programs that checked you to make sure you did the right thing. And you did it. Five years on buses, on bicycles, walking, getting rides. You can't have a driver's license in New York State. Well, Larry, just move. New York State's dumb. Just move. Go to Pennsylvania. Yeah, except there's reciprocity. And when Pennsylvania sees you got your license removed, they don't want to give you a license either. So you can't even move unless you leave the country. So you made mistakes. You admit them. You pay the price for them. You get better. And there is no redemption. We say, wait a minute, Larry. No worries. I'll just like write my congressman because it's probably a law that we can change. That's unfair. That's cruel and unusual punishment. Right? We can't. Because that rule comes from the DMV. DMV is in the law. Legislature has no power over this. So your legislator can go, yeah, that's bad, but, you know, it's not a law. I can't touch it. And then here's the even worse part. Does a legislator want to support some guy or some gal who's got two, three, four DUIs? Makes him look really bad, doesn't he? Doesn't want to do that. That's terrible. You go, no worries. Here's what I'll do. I'll write the governor. That, that, that'll that change things. And they go, and the governor goes, well, that's, you know, that's DMV. I don't, I don't decide everything on that. I mean, I guess the other stuff I do. Sorry, guy or gal with four DUIs. Good luck. But you go to DMV. They would know that's the rules. Sorry. You have no recourse. This country was built on the idea of second chances. You don't get one in that case. You might go, Larry, so so what? Some guy got three DUIs, loses his license. Good for him. Too bad. You know what? Don't don't drink and drive then. Okay. I, I, I get that. And that person who got the DUIs paid their dues. Literally years, years with an S, with no license, affecting their ability to make money, deal with their family and friends, have social structures, grow professionally, years. And in many cases, they do time in jail and or prison. So they have a record. They have a record. They've paid their dues. At what point do they get their life back? Now, if they keep having DUIs, I'm with you. Punish them all day long. You don't learn your lesson. You still do DUIs. Get punished. But once you've gotten your life squared away, documented, not just I'm talking trash. There are programs that you can go through and the government sees and accepts as true. You go through those programs. You got your life together. When do you get your second chance? You don't. I might say, well, Larry, whose fault is that? I'm walking down a road here 
That's particularly in New York State, but other areas, and has affected our entire nation. DMV is just an agency. Why does the DMV have that much power over an individual with no recourse? Aren't we always, as Americans, supposed to be able to petition our government and say, hey, something's wrong. Governor, make a change. Legislator, make a change. I don't like this thing. It's not right. It's unfair. It's whatever. No. Maybe if you're wealthy, you can sue if you've got hundreds of thousands of dollars and you might still lose and you'll gain nothing in return except some freedom. How many New Yorkers have a couple hundred thousand dollars laying around? They can just decide, yeah, I'm going to sue the government because I'm bored. And if you don't have a license and you have trouble working, how are you going to make that hundred thousand dollars if you don't have it? So you can sue the government. So you get your driver's license back. You can't. You just screwed. No recourse because of a government agency. Am I against rules that punish people? Of course not. But when someone does get their life together, pays their debt, whatever that debt is, it's time to let them move on. Have a second chance at life, whatever that is. But more importantly, all of us should have some recourse, some ability to appeal or talk or change. And when we have so many government agencies that are basically run by no one, we don't have that. That's one of my biggest issues. DMV is just one I brought up. But I think we've seen one more these last couple of years. That agency is called the CDC. Similar issue. Where's our redress? What happens when the CDC makes a mistake? What happens when it makes rules and regulations that we don't like? But more importantly, why is it making rules and regulations? Who did we elect? to run the CDC or the DMV? Who do we choose? We didn't. And what's our recourse? Who can we yell at? Who can we get to change? Nobody. And who gets fired? Who gets punished when the agencies make mistakes and do things wrong? Nobody. There's no recourse. What happens when that CDC or that DMV or insert agency here, decides it wants to devastate somebody. Or worse, devastate swaths of people. Or even worse, devastate millions of children. When it decides to do that, what's our recourse? None. Government agencies aren't supposed to have that kind of power, but they do. And there's reasons behind it and ways to fix it. You think I'll talk about that? I will. Am I right? Am I wrong? Let me know. 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp, WYSL, a free solution. Back after the break.
Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Yes, it is. Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. Usually host of the Sharpway Show, which you can see uh, Saturdays, Sundays, Monday. I'm kidding. About three, four times a week. Head over to Sharpway. Go ahead and Google it. You'll see where I am. But right now, I'm on A Free Solution. WYSL, Rochester, New York. W-A-C-K in Newark, New York, 585-346-3000. Let me grab a call if I could. I'm going to grab Dave from Brockport. How are you, sir? Good. Yourself? <laughs> I'm doing great. What's going on? Hey, uh, why is it the older that I get, the smarter you become? You uh, Ooh, absolutely like nailed it, man. You hit it out of the park. Years ago, I used to have to get my uh, asbestos remediation license. And mm-hmm. one of the forms we had to fill out was if we were in arrears for child support. And if we were in arrears for child support, we couldn't get our asbestos license. Now, how does that make any sense? How do you make money to pay the arrears child support? <laughs> Absolutely. This is another thing that we, we deal with all the time, which is now one government agency uses other government agencies to enforce its own rules that don't make sense for each other. And then no one is there to say, hey, this makes no sense. I want this guy to support his kids, but he's got to make money to support his kids. So why don't we let him make some money? We don't do that. Right, and and, and your point about constitutionality, um, redress of grievances. I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm just considering this real quick in the last 10 minutes. Um, anything that any regulatory agency, I don't care who it is, it should be passed as a law so that it can be challenged and it, it should be changed. I'm not saying that there doesn't need to be regulations, but you're absolutely correct. We need to have a system to, you know, redress these grievances. Absolutely. If Even if you're saying, look, we can't pass everything as a law. All right. That's not the perfect answer. I like your answer better, but I would still take it if at least then the leadership of each of these agencies maybe has to be voted on by the the local people or by the state or something. There has to be some way that that individual or individuals are held accountable. Exactly, exactly. Again, I enjoy your show um, and uh, fairly new to YSL here, but kudos for having you on and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. So, you know, he makes a very valid point. 
You know, I could spend an hour talking about family court, too. It's another horrible situation. I can talk hours on how the licensing and rules that we make in New York State and across the country, but heavily in New York State, just punish. They're supposed to be making it to where things are better, being helpful. That's what it's supposed to be doing. But they wind up only punishing. And the worst part is some of these regulations are supposed to be for safety. For an example, getting your asbestos license, right? If you're going to be removing asbestos, I think you should probably know what you're doing. Makes sense. I get it. So if you're going to say, no, Dave or anyone else can't have their asbestos license, it should be because they fail the test or don't know their stuff or are bad at it. These all would make sense. But he's behind on child support. How does that have anything to do with the safety of your house and asbestos? They're not related at all. So why do they help each other? They shouldn't. It's just punishment. And punishment for the sake of punishment. Now, wait a minute. In our Constitution, no cruel and unusual punishment. Isn't that literally that? Dave and people like him are being punished in a very odd and cruel and unusual way. Yeah, that's fine. That's the problem. So I'm going to grab a second call if I could. This is uh, Keith from Rochester. Keith, how are you? Well, uh, you're not going to like this, but why are people entitled to a second chance? Why not come at this from a point of victims' rights? There are too many okay. judges out there who don't take drunk driving seriously, and drunk drivers leave a lot of carnage on the highways. I would yes. come down on them massively harder if you do drunk driving and cause harm. You're going away for a long time, and I could care less if you ever get your license back. And, well, let, uh, me, let me touch that, and I, and I want to be clear. This is a valid point, Keith. I'm, I'm glad you called in. The fact that someone stays in prison for the rest of their life, or even literally, if they got death penalty, if some guy or gal damaged me, uh, crippled me, uh, made, so I couldn't walk anymore, hit my hit a car and killed my child then being in prison forever or even being executed doesn't bring my legs back doesn't bring my child back what i would rather do is have some form of justice that in some way shape or form he has to give back to me in some way wouldn't it be better i mean no matter what i can't have my legs back no matter what i can't have my child back but wouldn't it be better if he spends X number of years in prison, whatever that number is, and when he gets out, he has to make money and pay restitution for the rest of his life. If he took my daughter's life, he should pay for the rest of his life. I should get something. That's why we sue. That's why we have, you know, um, if you if you fall, whatever, slip and fall, you call and you get money. There, there should be some way of actual justice, not only punishment. So that's piece one. Piece two, it is my opinion, and maybe you disagree, that once you've paid your debt, whatever that debt is, you deserve a second chance. I believe that, just period. Some people disagree. But that's where my head is. Pay your debt, whatever that is, get a second chance at life. Please respond, Keith. Uh, well, 
Well, I'm going to bring up a, I'm going to fight dirty here with you because I'm going to bring up a case. I've been up uh, during the night uh, that came, uh, heard on the radio, it came out of Sacramento, California. A lot of these restraining orders don't work. Uh, yep. a, man, a man had a restraining order against his wife. He went to a church where his three young enough daughters were with a chaperone. He murdered the chaperone, murdered his three young daughters, and then killed himself. Yep. Uh, he wiped out his, his daughters, all three gone now. Through uh, They didn't do anything, but the restraining yep. order. Uh, so the, the fact is, uh, wh- why can't we find justice for people who are truly in harm's way? And why, my final question, why can't government have gotten this guy who did what he did to his three daughters, wiped them out, and, and the, the problem is, uh, that the government, I'm going to say it, impotent in keeping the bad guys at bay. I really don't care about retrieving uh, bad guys. I don't care like you apparently do about reclaiming them. I want to keep them away from doing harm like the SOB did in Sacramento, and that's what I want you to address. I don't want you to go uh, off in libertarian left field and say, oh, the victim, uh, so far as the DMV and what uh, the previous caller was alluding to, I would say mm-hmm. to that gentleman, simply uh, pay your child support. I don't care how you come up with it, but he calls in, and why wasn't he paying his child support to begin with? I want these mm-hmm. guys to do restitution. I could care le- less if they have uh, the rest of their life uh, happy-go-lucky. I want them to grow up and be mature, meet their obligations and responsibilities. And in that Sacramento case, the court couldn't keep the uh, husband away from uh, the father, in this case, away from his children. It was at a church. He went into a church and murdered his own daughters. The question for you, Mr. Sharpe, Keith, I'm with you. Let me cover both. Let me cover both. Um, These are valid points. Piece number one, gentleman who went in and killed his family. I have no idea why a judge wouldn't keep him in, in jail. Clearly, he was a threat. He should have stayed in jail. Of course he should have. But second piece, why why in the world didn't he have a very simple answer? Why didn't he simply have an ankle bracelet on? And she has a receiver. Once he's within X thousand feet, the police are immediately called and she's warned. Done. You do that. She now knows the killer's coming. The cops are called. She can run and hide. She can get people to get in front of her. Cops are on the way. He's in trouble. Number two, why couldn't she have a firearm to defend herself or her friends? Absolutely. It's a valid point, Keith. I'm going to grab a little bit more. I got to go on a hard break. If you can stay, it's great. If not, I will still cover your points when we come back from the break. Larry Sharp, a free solution. Coming right from Libertarian Left Field. 585-346-3000. Back after the break. W-Y-S-L. The 
Tobias Health Store is now open and your car's crying for an official Voice of Liberty bumper sticker. There's a great selection to help you show your love of God, liberty, and the Constitution. Here are just a few available right now. Shut up, Fauci. Kathy Hokum. No more masking. Open the freaking schools. Scam alert January 6th. No vax mandates. God, please help us. Close the Mexican border. Save America. Stop voting for Democrats. Support the Second Amendment. And your mask doesn't protect squat. But there's more. These are standard weather-resistant bumper stickers guaranteed to get you horn honks and thumbs up in traffic. Choose from other locally made WISL Voice of Liberty merch, too, like tees, hoodies, drinkware, and more. Perfect gifts for any Liberty lover you know. Be sure to check out the exclusive WISL Mount Worst Morris shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting our four worst presidents. Guess who's front and center? Be free. Make a statement. Shop the WISL store at WISL1040.com. A free solution. Yes, it is Larry Sharp here on Our Free Solution. And if you say, I like this show, awesome, I'm glad you do. It's on every day, noon, that's exactly right, every day. It is here on WISL, Rochester, York, WACK, Newark, New York. And you can follow it by following it on Facebook, YouTube, A Free Solution. You get me, you get the super cool Tim O'Connor, sometimes you get Craig Miles, and you get, come on, and you get Kevin Wilson. Win, win, win. So glad. I do want to finish up from what Keith brought up. I can see in the chat some of you are mad at Keith. Don't be mad at, at Keith. Keith thinks the way a lot of people do, and I get it. He has valid points, valid questions that we have to address. We can't just go, oh, Keith's mad. That is the wrong answer. Keith has valid points that a lot of people agree with. So the first point, I hope I covered at least. But the second point is, he said, you know, the guy should just pay his child support, right? Don't drink and drive, right? I get both of those too. Let me cover both of those. People are imperfect and they make mistakes. And if you get a DUI, if you didn't harm anybody, pay your fee or your fine or whatever, and then get back out in life and I hope you learned your lesson. If you didn't and you hurt somebody on purpose or not, whatever is your whatever happened, pay your debt to society, whatever that is. And if it's Keith, obviously it'll be a whole lot more years than for others, but that's, but that's okay, right? If, if people think that Keith is correct and you should be punished more, then punish more. But whenever you're done, it is my personal view. I think it's, right for society. I think it's better for humanity that everyone gets a second chance. So once you do your time, second chance. Last piece you brought up, just pay your child support. That seems to make sense. I get that. Most people who say that have not been through the family court system. I mean, I haven't either, but I know, but from traveling this state, meeting so many people, this family court system is brutal, is brutal. So this is what will actually happen. For those of you who've been through it, you know this. They'll say, okay, Keith, one time in your life, you made $100,000 a year. Therefore, I'm going to ping your child support based upon your $100,000 a year job that you had once in your life and don't have now and may not have in the future. And you go, well, Larry, 
if I lose my job, I'll just tell the judge that and he'll give me a break. No, he won't. He will say you owe as if you made $100,000. And you go, but my job left New York State. I, I don't, I can't do what I did before. Or I don't want to work in that field anymore. It's a terrible field. I'm in a different field. No, you're behind. Pay. And if you don't pay, you're going to jail. When I go to jail. So the job you did have, you lost. And now you got, and went to jail. So now you have trouble for another job. And you're still behind. They don't, the judge will put you in jail and still not pause your payments. So now you owe even more when you're in jail for 30 days. That happens across this state all the time. Now, I don't know if this would happen to our previous caller, but that happens all the time. You might go, well, judges are, make sense. They're good. No, family court is a disaster. It's horrible. It punishes families. Our family court system in New York State actively harms families. Actively harms families. So I get what he's saying. And it is possible that a given guy is a deadbeat. It's possible. Here's what I'm sure of. The vast majority are not deadbeats. Vast majority are not. Some are. Absolutely. And those guys should be punished. Agreed. But what happens when you now can't get your license? They'll take your driver's license because you didn't pay your child support. That's literally debtor's prison. Didn't we fight a war against that? Isn't that one of the reasons why we fought a revolutionary war? To stop debtor's prisons? So we've gone right back. So Keith, brother, please keep listening. You have valid concerns. I hope I at least address them, whether you agree or not. I understand, but please understand. I'm happy to have the conversation. I want to grab another call if I could. Very patient if I could grab Dan from Leicester. How are you, sir? Hi, Larry. Can you hear me? I can. Great. Uh, Semper Fi, brother. I was uh, 1st Battalion, 5th Marines, 2001 to 2005. Look at you. I was, uh, I'm, um, I'm old school. I was, I, I'm yeah. old school. I was in 1985. I'm old school. Yeah. Yeah, I was in boot camp for just two weeks. Then 9-11 happened, so nuts. Wow. Yeah. Did you, did, that's, 1-5 um, is infantry, right? Yes, I was 0-3-11. Right, there we go. So you you were uh, did you go to uh, Afghanistan? Uh, Iraq three times. I did go to Afghanistan afterwards as a contractor for a year, and then also yep. back to Iraq. So talk to me, brother. What do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, I just want to say thank you for your last statement uh, in response to Keith. Let's that's kind of why I was calling. You know, I personally have been through the family court system. I have one daughter. And, yes, they they actively harm families. And all the things yes. that you just said in rebuttal are absolutely true. Um, and, you know, I've never been in one of those really bad situations where I've, you know, had my license taken or been put in yep. jail or, or anything like that. But I've definitely heard horror stories from other people. And... Beyond that, beyond the financial piece, I mean, if, if you're a guy, good luck getting, you know, time with your kid. You know, it's basically yes, there, just... There are so many issues we have. Weekend. 
in in family court, particularly in New York State. It's it's a problem across the country, but New York State's extra bad. And, and some people who are listening may not know this. New York State makes money off of this. New York State makes money when they separate kids. Not just that, your child support goes through New York State. And as it goes through New York State, New York State takes a cut, like a credit card. So it's in, it's in New York State's best interest for you to pay a lot so they can put money into the general fund as the cut they take off of your child support. Judges are literally judged by how much money they bring in. This is how horrible our court system is. But to be forward, it isn't only against men. It's against people who are honest in general. It's also against women too. But the problem is, in court right now, in family court, if you lie in family court, it is not treated as perjury. Since it's not treated as perjury, people lie all the time. In fact, lawyers, will they'll say I'm lying, but I'm not, because I've said it more than once, and no one's suing me. They will actually encourage their clients to lie, because there's no repercussion. So now you go to court, and you want to be honest. You care about your daughter. So you're honest and forward. You say the truth. Well... Your wife is mad at you because you're getting divorced. She's mad. You're mad at her too. Lawyers who now get to look at all your financial statements, look at your financial statements and say, how much money do you have? Oh, you have $20,000? This is going to cost you $20,000. You have $10,000? This costs $10,000. You have $100,000? This costs $100,000. It costs whatever you have. Their, their goal is to take all the money out of your pocket. Gone. So they just keep you back and forth. And the lawyer tells the, the wife, he doesn't tell her to lie, but he says, I'm just saying, if he hit you, you'll get the kids, probably. The lawyer says something like that. And if, if I was wrong, I'd be sued. I've been saying this for four years. I say the same thing because everyone knows it's true. And the wife goes, really? And they go, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he did. I'm saying if you say that, if he did, and then she'll go, oh, yeah, Bobby used to hit me. The judge goes, oh, my God. The judge now has to decide, is it true, is it not? The judge decides automatically he could be dangerous. Now, all of a sudden, Bobby gets, you know, can't see the kids because he might beat him or beat her. He gets a, 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 a order restriction, and he's not even in the... He's not even in the courtroom when it happens. And there's no due process at all. So now he has a, an order, a protection against him. But they used to live together. So they shop in the same areas. They shop in the same Walmart. He happens to be in the same Walmart as her. She calls the cops. He goes to jail. I can't blame the cops. When cops get this order, they assume that there was due process. There wasn't due process. So they treat Bobby like he's a criminal because they assume there was due process before this order came out. There was none. He gets handcuffed. He has to do a perp walk in front of his children. His children see him as a criminal. I wonder why our children are broken. I wonder why our families are broken. The family court system is an embarrassment and disaster. I'm sorry I went off, Dan, but you gave me an opportunity to go off. 
That's okay. I, am I still on? Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate that. that. That's why I was calling, because I've heard Tim O'Connor drop reference to it, other programs on WYSL that do outreach to the inner city kids are always talking about, you know, root causes being fatherless homes. So yep. you just, I mean, you literally just, that was the playbook. That's literally what I went through, you know, yes. when it all went down. And um, everything they said, you know, was wrong. I've been great to my daughter. I, I always exercise my time with her. I pay my child support, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in the end, when it starts out that way and all your kid knows is, I see mommy 85% of the time and then I see daddy 15% of the time. And, and it's just on a weekend. Like, yes, that isn't a normal relationship, you know? Correct. And it's as they go into be a teenager, you know, which my daughter's going into, it's like, it's over. Yep. Basically lost. I agree completely. You know? And the worst part is the, this is only for, it's usually punishes men, but it also punishes women too. Because there's no punishment for lying, the deadbeat dad lies all day long and screws the woman over who's trying to be honest. So it gets both. It's just, it's leaned heavily towards men. But it hammers good women too and supports the actual deadbeat dad and the non-deadbeat dad pays for the deadbeat dad. It's insane. So, guys, I hope it's interesting for you. I will... Here I am. I won't, I won't holler anymore. Maybe after the break. <laughs> 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp of Free Solution. WISL. Back after the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals but don't take my word for it they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a-plus better business bureau rating if your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals give the professionals at simple tech innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 simple tech innovations a free solution. It is Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution, WISL, Rochester, New York, WACK, Newark, New York. And I haven't said it yet, so I will now. Newark, New York is the cool Newark. Sorry, Jersey. I got a better Newark than you do. Just how it works. It's just how it works. Happy to be here. Usually host of the Sharpway Show. Please check me out. Google Larry Sharp. Google Sharpway, lots of cool stuff going on. Happy to be here with you guys this afternoon. People are in the chat. I haven't touched the chat much this show, so many calls. I'm happy to have the calls, happy to have the chat. But I want to bring up the chat in general. The chat is talking about there are also issues with women being screwed over by the court system. 100% true. I don't want to say women aren't being screwed over. What I want to say is, 
the system supports bad actors. So if you are a deadbeat dad, and they exist, this isn't all men are awesome. Some men are terrible. So if you are one of those deadbeat dads, you can lie. Remember, the system supports liars. I'm not making that up. The system supports liars. So if I'm a deadbeat dad and I say, oh, I don't have any money. Meanwhile, I let my, my mom have my house in her name and I'm driving my new girlfriend's car and I'm making $100,000 a year off the books. I get helped. The court believes me. The court supports the liar. So now the mom of my kids is struggling to pay her rent. Meanwhile, I'm hanging out in Florida with my girlfriend. This happens too. You can fix this system by doing several things. But the number one piece, lying needs to be perjury in court, treated as perjury. If I lie in any of the court, that's perjury. I'm going to jail. If you just do that in family court, nothing else, there's many other things. But just that. Now a lawyer can't encourage you to lie. Because if a lawyer does, he's encouraging a felony. That lawyer loses their license. They're disbarred. They're done. That ends. Whole lot less deadbeat dads. A whole lot less horrible, you know, punishing women. A whole lot less horrible judges. Second piece, though, which is important. Why aren't there cameras in all the family courts? The exception of when minors speak. Obviously, if you have minors in the courtroom and they're speaking, no camera for that. They're minors. But every adult in that courtroom, that judge in that courtroom, camera. Let him, let's see what he's doing. Let's see what she's doing. And why can't you judge the judges? Literally have a system. Support the judges. How, if, the, if the husband is always saying they're bad, and the wife is always saying they're good, that's a biased judge. You can't be a judge anymore. You're biased. There are many ways you can fix this system, but no one talks about it. Why? Here's the saddest part. If you support a system that beats up men, most of those men don't have any money. Why? It went to the court system or went to their families. They can't donate. I get it. I'm a guy, though, who supports people even if they don't have any money. Even doesn't affect me. It doesn't matter. Because I'm a libertarian. That means everybody deserves all their rights all the time. No matter what. Let me grab my last call of the day if I could. It's Craig from Clinton. How are you, sir? Not bad. How are you, Larry? Sorry, I was doing a bit of preaching. <laughs> That's all right. You know, uh, if you don't preach, people won't listen. So you got to spread the word. There we go. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I have someone in my family, uh, going through all that with the family court and it is a mess because it does seem like, and, uh, it is on the flip side. It's, um, it's the mom that you would consider not to be the great actor in the situation. Um, and it's just unfortunate because people try hard, you know, but they're trying to do the right thing. The other person, maybe not so much. And then you have a system that's not necessarily helping and, uh, it just makes it bad for everybody. Um, but that it wasn't does, why but I called. The worst part is the people who are heavily punished are the kids. They're punished yeah, the well, that's what, yep, yep, yeah. It's um, yeah, the kid in the situation. He's he doesn't know what to do, and they're trying to they're trying to just live their own life. And they yes. see mom and dad, and uh, you know, make some question. They're not quite sure, and they got to figure out what life means. And 
it's it's wow yeah it's not a good situation at all <clears throat> yeah another thing one of the, the the topic that i called about though um that i think this pertains to as well is uh is prison reform um yeah. and specifically uh attica in new york back in whenever it was 1970 something uh yep. you want to talk about accountability the inmates uh you know they overthrew the guards they took hold of the prison and the commissioner was like okay yeah we'll play ball they did it for like two days and then they're like yeah i've had enough of this it's taking too long this whole negotiation thing we'll go in and gas them and just shoot them all um yes so they did and they killed guards but the state held the prisoners responsible for the death of the guards even though it was the state police that went in and shot everybody um and this wasn't yeah. settled until like the 2030 years later so you talk about no accountability. Uh, the state literally, uh, you know, executed its own employees and was like, "Now nah, that wasn't our fault. That was those that was those prisoners that killed them." This is a a really valid point, and I want to be clear. There's a difference between blame and responsibility, right? The prisoners obviously revolted, and you you know, the guards don't get shot without prisoners revolting, right? So you got to. I get how you want to blame the prisoners. Makes total sense. Also, on top of that, isn't there some responsibility? One, there's three different responsibilities. One, why were the conditions so bad that the prisoners thought the best answer was to revolt and kill guards? Number one. Number two, why was there a system to where the prisoners could do this and kill the guards? Right? And number three, why did you decide to go in and kill the guards? So while you can easily blame the prisoners, and you should, why can't you also say there's some responsibility here? Three pieces that weren't addressed. I agree with you completely. Yeah, it's crazy because they, they said, they're like, yep, yep, they slit their throats, they all died, all the guards are dead. And then it came out, oh, it turns out they were all shot. The state was like, don't look at yep. that. That's not a thing. Absolutely. Greg, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for giving me a chunk of your afternoon. This is always a way of, of solving things, and it is free. It's a free solution. Thank you for giving me a chunk of your afternoon. I will see you all next week.